Welcome back to another episode of Lost in Japan. I'm your host, Jay Reisman. This podcast is for my friends living in Japan. I'm talking about my life in Vancouver. Each episode, I will put a Japanese proverb related with the topic because proverbs have long time life lessons and deep knowledge of human life. And I thought it's worth sharing with good minded people. There are ones that I've never understood the true meaning of them until I actually experienced the situation out here. So I'm discovering new ones too. Now I have some life experiences to relate, so it'll be easier for you to understand. Hope it'll give you deeper meaning of life. Get ready to tune in so you won't get lost in Japan. Lost in Japan! What's up, everybody? How's it going? Um, yeah. I hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> I am doing pretty good. I had a great day, I gotta say. Um, uh, I don't work, but、uh, it doesn't feel like I went to work.、Um, in the morning,、uh, my colleague just asked me out to just go snowboard. And we just went out, we went out like, as we go. Like more snowboarding, like it, the, the sun came out, weather gets nicer, and it was just much less people, deeper snow, and oh goodness, <laughs> it was just so much fun. But uh, no, yeah, it's just like early in the morning, I didn't even expect to go snowboarding today. Well, I mean, like, I was like potentially like ready. Because I'm going up mountain. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, usually you plan your snowboard a week before or like a couple days earlier <laughs> and whatnot. And like when you go to work in the morning, let's go fucking snowboarding. And I'm like, sure, and do some stretch. And,、um, no, yeah, first couple runs, like I feel the adrenaline. Fucking veins, and whoa, like you know, <laughs> it should be cold, but like I don't feel cold kind of thing. But, um, no, yeah, it's such a privilege to just have those experiences to work in a great environment. And although it takes fucking an hour in traffic to come back home Friday night, is it Friday night? I guess so, yeah. Um, I could, I still can enjoy the sunset from my place. What a good day! Um, no, yeah, I feel very lucky. I mean, it takes what it takes, obviously. Like, it's super duper expensive to live here. Um, <laughs> makes me realize, like, how much I put importance in food and. Usually, like back in my hometown,、um, I try to eat something like better than the, like, you know, like the normal,、um, you know, like、uh, the most popular <laughs> thing in the store and kind of thing. But、um, 
no hair. Like, even if you eat minimum, you get like crucial amount. Um, but yeah, a lot of people come and go. I guess it's an international city, and um, I've finished a uh, second last term, and so I have two more months, another term to go. And this week we all finished exam and everything. We went to bar and had a party and met some people and shit. <laughs> and it's interesting to hear like why or like ask each other like what 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 brought you here and like why are you here? And oftentimes, um, especially from other parts of the world than Japan, they're like. Um, yeah, I I just wanted to get out from my community, which like same to me too. And then we always felt like you know misfits, <laughs> um, not necessarily like we can't adapt to the society and whatnot. But like to me, um, I thought it'd be cool to have Plan B or like you know somewhere I can escape if anything happens or. Like if if I really didn't think I I could fit in or or no you know and um, no but yeah I guess a lot of people feel that way too especially uh, times like these it's yeah easy to fall in the spiral and like what am I doing like what what's my life. <laughs> Um, but I guess we just gotta keep living. And um, no, yeah, I f- came here to do something like worthy, or like I wanted to contribute to the local community. <laughs> I was almost like imagining like a little village outside of town, <laughs> but um, I wanted to fit in. Like socially and like in a local community, and um, not how I thought I was gonna do, but I feel like I'm doing my part pretty well. Like what I'm doing for work is definitely contributing something for like local people, and uh, yeah. <laughs> It feels great as the sun goes up, although um, it could get brutal if you were exposed to the sun quite a long time. <laughs> um, it, which makes me realize Japan is such a mild climate and it's such an easy place to live. If you're homeless, Japan is like a paradise. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, but like, imagine being a homeless here. Um, but here, a funny thing, I don't know if it's true or no. Uh, it's up to you to believe or no. But um, a lot of major cities in Canada or like other places in the states, I don't know, are giving one-way ticket to homelesses in their town to Vancouver because that's the warmest place <laughs> from uh, other parts of Canada. And a lot of homeless just takes the one one way trip, you know. It's because it's for free, you know. They give it to them, and then lots of homeless 
uh, like migrate around within Vancouver City, and uh, yeah, seems like a big of an issue. Yeah, but anyway, um, how are you guys doing? Hope everything is going well. Um, yeah, school. I guess. <laughs> how much I hate school. Well, despite how much I hate going to school,、um, there are you know something I can learn time to time, or there are some you know new people that I meet that's interesting, and、um, I'm going to a music concert with. One of my、uh, school friend, she's Mexican, and she、uh, told me about this concert, Sophie Tucker. I don't know if you've heard of it, but I definitely knew one song from them, and that was in my playlist. I'm like, shit. And no matter how ticket, like how expensive the ticket is, or like how. It is a pain in the ass for me to drive down there, or you know, it's gonna be a party or you know, music concert. I feel like I should get the most off of it when I, while I'm here, because once I go back to Japan, it it will be hard for me just to you know come here just to go to the concert or stand up comedy or these you know、uh, live entertainment. Yeah, so next month I'm going for it. I'm pretty excited, and、um, the reason why I mentioned her is I wanted to introduce this proverb.、Uh, well, this is not proverb. This is idiom called "hapo bijin," and she reminds me of this idiom a little bit, but in a good way. And the translation is.、Um, Social butterfly, and it, I guess it means、uh, someone who can behave and you know play it cool,、um, like behave well in any situation, three、uh, sixty all around her,、um, and uh, yeah, she always、uh, try to you know cheer up the class and be the bright one. And、uh, you know helps things carry on, and you know keep the positive vibe for everybody. And、uh, that's not something like everybody can do, obviously. And it takes so much effort and energy too. And I think that's the like Western standard of nice person, you know, a nice guy, nice girl. Who can you know behave well anywhere, and、uh, like nobody hates her, kind of thing. You know nobody hates him, everybody likes him, and like his smile shines every time, and like her smile makes the world happy, kind of thing. <laughs> It's almost like、um, Hollywood star, but、um, it's good considered good. To be a perfect person, a perfect human to everybody, like nobody likes her. But what's interesting here is "hapo、uh, bijin" in Japanese. It refers to the same person, but 
it is a negative meaning. Um, not negative. Oh, it's almost like a jealous, you could say, but it has a essence of contempt or disrespect, almost like despise or disdain. I don't even know if it's an actual word, but um, no, it has a like. What is it? A psychological. Background to it, um, like oh, for example, uh, if you see this on a book or something, I can pull it out from like a famous book. He hates me. Uh, he hates me. Uh, the characteristics of my social butterfly. Butterflyness, I guess. Um, so, like, since I'm perfect and nobody hates me, like, he hates me. <laughs> um, but it's interesting that usually most of the time they use it as a bad word. Like, she's, a, she's such a hapo vision. Um, she almost like fakes her person, persona to all around her. Hapo is eight directions, meaning like all around you. Hapo Bijin is a beautiful person, meaning like you have eight masks all around you to like fake up your personality almost. But um, yeah, it's just in our culture, it's a little bit like, oh, she's that kind of person. But here, it's considered as good and like people admire and respect. Um, but yeah, you know, little differences. Some people put ketchup on the fries, some people put mayo, salsa, or just salt, you know. <laughs> it's just. A different place, different rule, different notion. But I think it's good to know that uh, it's almost like who you imagine a perfect guy from American sitcom, like Friends or something, and like smiles to everyone, and like, you know, hi everybody, kind of thing. <laughs> then like people start being a little sus or. You know, like, why is he like that? Why is she like that? I don't know. But uh, I think I could believe that we can start using it as a positive meaning. <laughs> Word no longer has to stay in one meaning. And uh, yeah, definitely this uh, friend, Stephanie. Um, she is a nice, like, good person. Um, we always talk about uh, the, what is it? The West world. Um, people see the ugliness of the world, but I choose to see the beauty of this world. And uh, I guess she had her experience in, in you know, everything and knowledge. And, you know, it's, I guess, the effort to keep it up and you know as much as you can like make 
everybody happy and you know enjoy the little things although it's hard and uh, I know how much she's trying so like I wanted to use it as a good meaning but traditionally it's used as a <laughs> despisive word so that's sad <laughs> but um, yeah hope this helped you your life in Japan and um, I can do a little news what's happening what's popping in Japan um, just a random little news came in just now um, <laughs> 80, 82 year old Japanese man arrested for driving without license says he had one 60 years ago <laughs> what the fuck um, wow, Monday morning, 11.45 a.m., Hyogo Prefecture, town of Shiso, it's close to Himeji. It's Hyogo Prefecture, it's fairly close to the city. The officer pulled the car over and identified himself, oh, driver identified himself, blah, blah, blah. Um, he used to have one though, as he told the officer, my license was revoked around the time when I was 20. And I haven't gotten a new one since. <laughs> For 60 years, um, I guess that's how safe Japanese roads are. <laughs> My gosh, I mean, like, like, it's hard to get pulled over if you're a good citizen in Japan, you know. Um, like, I understand this could happen, especially in countryside. And it, uh, 82 years old I mean I don't know how he has been driven his whole life but um, like if you're a good citizen like don't exceed the speed limit or like stop where you're supposed to stop and whatnot like they have no reason to stop you um, but that's pretty amazing for 60 years <laughs> he hasn't pulled over he could have got a golden uh, driver license. If you have, if you don't have accidents or ticket or any record for five years, uh, you get a golden driver license, which isn't gold made of gold. I'm sorry to crush your dream, but um, uh, usually people have a blue color. Uh, it's almost like white ID with blue band kind of thing and if you're a newbie it's green but if you have no ticket no like illegal substance in your system and whatnot then you get gold which isn't really shiny it's like a little shaded gold but <laughs> and you can get benefits for insurance and whatnot but uh, I'm sure he had no insurance <laughs> at all um, yeah, it's hard to interact with police if you're a good citizen. Like, a lot of people surprise you, surprise at you that, like, oh, you've been pulled over by a cop? Uh, I mean, if you in a city and uh, riding a motor uh, bicycle, then they will highly unlike, uh, highly likely to like stop you to ask like who, uh, like who's the owner of this bicycle because there are many bike thieves I guess but um no yeah 
But、uh, they're racist, though. They stop you and ask questions if you're a foreigner. <laughs> I remember countless times. Well, specifically one time where I was hanging out with Ken and Ryan in Tokyo in the middle of night, and we went to Konbini get some beer, whatever, and then like drove by a little park in the neighborhood. And、uh, I mean, we didn't like fucking around or anything, making any loud noise or anything. But like, there are two cops like approaching to us, and then like start asking questions like, "Whoa, whoa hold your horses!" Like, <laughs> like, where's your ID? And then like, what bothered me at that time was they only asked two of my friends, you know,、uh, American and Brazilian. And they straight up like tell tell you like in your face that like oh there are many foreign like criminals so that's why we have to like check your IDs and shit. <laughs> like, I mean, if you lay it out like that, then and、uh, no, they don't ask my ID either. They don't even ask my name because I guess I look Japanese and I can speak in Japanese.、So, like I'm almost like an interpreter, and、uh, like they don't ask me anything. <laughs> so yeah, they're pretty racist. So watch out for the cops, my friends.、Um, but yeah, hope everything's going well in Japan. Well, thanks for tuning in. There goes another episode. Stay out of trouble, kids. All right then. Bye, everybody.